0: It's time for
1: So you'll take the higher order, and I'll take the low road, and I'll be in Scotland the for ye for me and my true love will never meet again and the money bunny bikes of La
0: Joe, it's no secret that I am a highly, highly, highly uh, coveted talent um, in this world. I am coveted by a lot of different businesses, different jobs, different careers, and different radio stations as well. Hmm. Did you know I got offered one time to go somewhere in uh, Idaho? I did not. What a riveting option that I could have taken. But you know what I did, Joe? I turned it down because I am one loyal guy to WCMP. Hmm. that's good to know. I love this place. Joe, let's say hypothetically there's another interesting job offer that you received from somebody else, and you're thinking about it. Yeah. What's one thing that would make you not think about it? What's one thing that WCMP could do to where you'd be like, oh, you you know, actually, I'm going to stay here at WCMP?
1: They pick up the radio station and they move it 30 miles south. So...
0: We're gonna pick it up and move, move it, it over, over there. there.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, I And yeah, I'm not wrong. Um, I wouldn't mind. Um, no offense to the Pine Cityans here. No, neither. Please, please take all offense that you want to as well. Uh, we'd
1: have to move the entire town too, just so you could continue like this. Keep same the whole co- town. Yeah. Coverage. I'd... Like, we don't want to like. I I would enjoy take...
0: if Pine City was 20 or 30 minutes closer. Yeah.
1: yeah. You know.
0: And I don't want to be complaining. Complain pants. But, like, from my house to the cities, it's kind of nice. It's, like, 30, 40 minutes. Like,
1: it's just one of those things where, like, no one knows where Pine City is. So, anytime everyone's like, oh, where are you from? I'm like, from Pine City. And they get you that blank look, and they're like, where is that? What do you mean nobody knows where Pine City is? I put Pine City on the map. They don't. They don't, unfortunately. The blank look goes over their face, and they go oh, is that like near Hinkley? And I'm like, yes, yes, it is. Near Hinkley? Yeah.
0: I don't ever want to hear. And I love Hinkley Did as I...
1: well.
0: <laughs> How is Hinkley I don't think more popular?
1: I don't think I've said this on the radio. I had one woman ask me if Pine City was a suburb of Hinkley. And I said. A suburb of
0: Hinkley? And I
1: said, excuse me. Um, and then I left before I started a fist fight at a nature reserve.
0: A suburb of Hinkley. Yes. Maybe in the early 1900s before the fire. No. Hinkley was, I mean, Hinkley was big in the early 1900s, right?
1: I have no idea. Isn't
0: that where, like, I think, like, a a lot of people were in that area. I have no idea. And then the big fire broke out, and then people started kind of dispersing a little bit, and then everybody else went through Because I'm assuming logging was big.
1: Kenning logging? uh. (laughs) (laughs) uh i mean i i have no idea most of the
0: how do you not know your history this is
1: where you're from joe i i don't know i just know that pine city exists because there was a a rail station here and it was supposed to be a different spot but the farmers in that area didn't want to sell their land to the railroad so they moved it over here
0: and that's all you know about pine city that's all i can
1: remember i also know that most of like the small towns like dot highway 23 on your way up to duluth were way bigger because they were also railroad stops Joe, I know everything
0: you need to know about Princeton. Did you know Princeton used to be Brickton? I did not. Because huh, of all the bricks, we had a lot of bricks—limestone or something.
1: I don't remember what the stone was. Do, you have, do you have a quarry near? If we did, it rocks. <laughs>
0: um... No, we had to take like a full day class on like the history of Princeton, like one day at school. You guys didn't have like a history day
1: of Pine City we, when you're at- we did, but it, I was like, what th- second grade and you didn't listen It was hmm. like 20 years ago. Hmm. I just remember there's a lot of logging because of the St. Croix River, and I was like, I like logging. Logging's neat. yeah, I mean you got a big saw you cut down a tree.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's still trees here today. You, you, I'm not stopping you, Joe Cohen.
1: Hinkley was founded as the village of West of Central Station in 1885, and then it was reincorporated as the city of Hinkley in 1907.
0: Wow. Yeah, I can't believe that. I, that's, that's First true.
1: railroad ar- arrived in Hinkley in 1869. But it wasn't even Hinkley back then. No.
0: So then it, it didn't arrive in Hinkley. It, it arrived in West Station and then... Became Hinckley So Joe basically You're saying Location, location, location Is what it would take
1: A little bit Yeah
0: Yeah You know I can understand that Pine
1: City was platted in 1869 And the city was incorporated In 1881 So it's before Hinckley Yes And if that woman Had the nerve
0: To say a suburb of Hinckley Also you don't use the word Suburb Anywhere other Than around the cities Hmm like, you wouldn't say there's a suburb no. of Duluth. You yeah. wouldn't say
1: Cloquet is a suburb of Duluth. Also, there was a former county in, 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 the, in Minnesota called Buchanan County that was named after James Buchanan that was essentially part of Pine County, and then they essentially reincorporated. The county seat at the time, though, was Sandstone. I know. I'm learning all sorts of magical things today, Joshua. Now
0: I understand why you weren't listing in second grade because that's, we that's outside. A, we that's got, got to a play, snore. Fast. Well, they,
1: they did everything outside. So you're like a little kid getting to run around in a field all day. So you're not going to pay attention.
0: Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm a 34 year old Dalton. I'm not paying attention either.
1: Mm-hmm. Up for me, Joe. But did you know that Shangwatana was the county seat of Pine County in 1856? Now Shangwatana doesn't exist, and now it's just Pine City. Two years after the fire at the Shanghuatana Courthouse by popular vote, Pine City became the county seat Then a new courthouse was built in 1872.
0: Oh man. Is this what is it is this what it's like listening to me talk for most mm. segments? Oh yeah. Just an absolute snore fest, my friend. Uh back to the topic hand in hand, Joe. In
1: eighteen ninety four, Pine City's <laughs> Robinson Park became a staging area, a ground zero for support and relief for the Great Hinckley Fire. Robinson
0: Park. That park's like four feet big.
1: Well, I mean, was it, it bigger? It probably Did was. Did we
0: make the park smaller?
1: Probably. Did our
0: greed probably just tear down the, pro- the, the newspaper building and make the park bigger? Uh, again.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming it was just a field at the time and then the, it has since turned into. A- they
0: moved it down. Yeah. How dare you? How dare you guys cut down a park for business? <laughs> I would never do that. Joe, the thing WCMP can do yeah. to keep Joshua Miran unhappy, first off, never talk about the Pine City history ever again. And two, is just give me more power. That's all people crave in this life, Joe. Mm-hmm. Dude, and like people, They asked people on this survey, and 29% of people would say they're, they they got to make more money. But it's like, I don't know, it's just money. Where power... Is forever. Hmm. I want to be able to tell people what to do when I want to tell people what to do. And most importantly, I don't want anybody to tell me what to do. I feel like that should have been everybody's answers. Should have just been like, I want less people telling me what to do. You know, probably. It's nice. Yeah. It's nice not having people telling you what to do. The number one answer for millennials was more money. Gen Xers. Would rather have a new role and more responsibility. You guys are idiots. You Gen Xers are absolute <laughs> morons. Mirons. Why would you want a new role and more responsibility? Why? Without more money? Mm-hmm. That's foolish. That's stupid. You want to be caught, like, you just want to be like, oh, you're new manager. Congratulations. Here's more responsibilities. Same pay. Why would you, like, I mean, Baby boomers just want a little more recognition for all the work they do. Now that one's a big one to me. Mm-hmm. I love to be recognized for all my hard work. The thing is, the only person I need to recognize is myself, though. Like I love I recognize me for all the hard work. When I, I mean it would be nice if management would, I don't know, every once in a while, Joe would say, Hey, you're doing a great job, Joshua. You're the best. Here's more money. (laughs) That's the thing about, too, it's not even for me. I mean, I'm rich. Look at me, Joe. I I drove into my... Well, Mercedes is in the shop, so um, I took the
1: BMW. You you sold the BMW. I sold the BMW. Um, It really wasn't giving you the joy you wanted. No, and then
0: the Bentley, uh, I drove the Bentley today, let's just say. Don't don't drive by the parking lot. Mm -hmm. Just just take my word for it. So I don't really need the extra money. But when they come on by and say, you're doing a great job. Here is extra money. That's probably the number one thing I can actually ask for is for the fact you get the recognition and with the recognition, they put their money where their mouth is, Joe. Hmm. So the employers who want to hear this, if you really want to keep people staying at their current job, I would say give them a little more recognition and just a little more money because I, it's not even that, Joe, it's not even that much money. Mm-hmm. that I think people need overall. Well, people need a lot of money. Don't get me wrong there. <laughs> but it's the, if you're constantly giving raises and telling people how great of a job they're doing, they're going to stay longer. Mm-hmm. I guarantee it. And it might, it, I, I would say you probably want more than 10 cents. But if you give like a dollar raise a year, which sounds like a lot to an employer, but to a person, it doesn't seem like a lot. But that's enough to keep people around for a long time. So give Joshua Miron more recognition, give Joshua Miron more power, and give Joshua Miron more money, mm. and he's going to stay. It's time for. I'm not saying it's okay, but I understand. Love, belongs, like Joe, would you say you're smart? Uh sure. Would you say you're happy? No comment. Would you rather be dumb and happy Mm -hmm. or smart and sad?
1: Uh, Probably dumb and happy.
0: Yeah, I don't even know how this is, like, even a question. I mean, I got to choose smart and happy.
1: I mean, personally. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, obviously. But you didn't know uh, Northern Pine County was originally Buchanan County. You're right. I didn't know that and factoid about Pine City
0: in this area. Yeah. Who would have guessed that a person not from this area that doesn't didn't care about this area in the past wouldn't know about this area? You want me to give you random facts about uh, other towns? Sure. I mean, that's basically what it is. I mean, I don't know that things. So they did a survey asking people if they'd rather be smart and sad or dumb and happy. In the end, dumb and happy won but only by a slim margin, 36% to 35 The other 29% were cowards and say, said they weren't sure. That's the worst people in surveys. In these surveys that I read about, it's always the people that are not sure or no opinion, like, well, what are you taking the survey for? Get out of here. Yeah. And that tells me a lot about that person. That means they're neither smart or,
1: or happy. That's true. I, or it's just somebody who was on a street corner in like Times Square and was just like, they paid them $5 to run around and ask people this question. And then you just ran into people who were like, hey, leave me alone, yeah. and said some curse words. And, and they're like, oh, that okay. guy wasn't sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I, Joe, I've had the pleasure of being both smart, dumb, sad, and happy. I've been all four yeah. at some point in my life. I've had the opportunity to kind of test this theory out. In high school, I mean, I'm overall God-given smarter than most people. Like, oh, well, Joshua, you're so smart. Pat yourself on the back. But I was God-given with the ability to be smarter than a lot of people. Now, I'm not saying I'm like the world's smartest genius out there. Could be. I'm just saying that like I had the opportunity or God-given ability to just be naturally smart. It, learning was easy, and I was just given it. It's, it wasn't something I tried to be. I was just God-given smart. So I, of course, won't fully understand exactly how to be dumb, but I've been dumb on a lot of different things throughout life. I think we all are. Joe, you're, I would consider you, are you sports dumb?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I also make no effort to learn anything about sports. Correct. So.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm, I would say I'm music dumb. When it comes to like instruments, chords, um, film, dumb, like you, you know a lot about cameras. You're smart about. I don't know about cameras. Mm. There's a lot of stuff I'm dumb at, and there's times where I felt dumb before in my life. That being said, though, I'm one of the smartest people in the world, and I've been happy for. Oh man, how old am I? 34. I would say 33 years of my life. I've been very happy. Very happy. I had I've had down moments. Um, mostly women related, Joe, if you believe that. Hmm. Um but other than that, I've been very blessed with being happy. And I could tell you without a shadow of a doubt. Ignorance is bliss. I would agree. You'd rather you'd rather be dumb and happy. Yeah. Because there's nothing more infuriating for us smarties. Or smart people, as I like to call us. Then when you look at somebody else who's dumb and happy, it just upsets us for no reason. I I have a lot of dumb friends. A -hmm. super dumb friend named Michael. Let's just go with Michael. Let's just say his name is Michael. (laughs) You don't know his last name. You don't know if Michael's a real name. But Michael knows it's his name. Michael comes with these arguments against me all the time on different things. They're some of the dumbest things I've ever heard. And they're 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 dead wrong in both the scientific way and a factual way and like just in a, a life way in general. But the guy's happy. And he gets to live his life happy, and I have to sit there and watch or listen to him talk about how wrong he is about things. And he's on a phase he's not phased by
1: it. He just enjoys his life and just what, is happy. What way was he dumb recently? Which way was he dumb recently? Yes. According to you. As someone who's never met this individual, it has no, any real basis for who they are. He believes things that he
0: sees on the internet too easily. Uh He sent like this picture and like, can't believe they did this on a children's show. And it was some SpongeBob thing that was clearly Photoshopped by any, any reasonable human being would see it. And then I sent him the real picture of it before it was Photoshopped. I'm like, actually, this is the. This is the photo, you 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 moron. Miron. <laughs> like don't don't, yeah. don't fall for stupid things. But that's the thing. Is he has his bliss and he's dumb and happy. The problem is I would say with a lot of people, dumb
1: and happy people are usually narcissistic. I feel like. I wouldn't say narcissistic. You don't think so? No, but they uh make up a large swath of society sometimes and then have a weird way of getting things moved through
0: to a lot of people who listen to the show or a lot of haters of mine mm-hmm. you can put them in the hater category as well they would assume that i am a narcissistic dumb and happy person i mean i, I you can argue if you, if you think i'm dumb that i'm in that category mm-hmm. one i'm a narcissistic person I and mean, that's okay because i know it and i love me And I want to talk about me, Joe. Talk about I. Want to talk about I. Number one. Want to talk about number one, oh my, me, my. And I'm happy. Man, am I happy. And very few times in life am I not happy. Now, the big difference with me and why I wouldn't consider myself dumb, Joe, Mm -hmm. is that I can listen to people's evidence and facts and opinions, and I can... Actually, like, break them down and think about them critically. I don't, I don't automatically assume I'm right. Now, majority of the time, I am. Because, once again, I'm very smart. God-given talent. God-given... Like, I mean, it, and it's thanks to Margaret and Ray. My parents, Margaret and Ray, of course, taught me everything they know. Which was a lot of stuff. And not that college is everything, but both of my parents were college-educated. Both are hardworking individuals. Um, My dad was like a farm kid growing up. So, and he ran a farm for very little profit at working like 90 hours a week. So, you can't like, you can't question, I can't question his work ethic. So, I got the work ethic of both of my parents and the, and I got double the brains of both my parents as well. Unless they're listening right now, Mm. then I got triple. Unless I need money from them, then we're equal. That's probably a way to go as well. I'm just saying if you, if you haven't been truly happy, if you say anything other than dumb and happy. Because mm. dumb and happy is the way to be. You, I, I, I can't imagine. Why would you want to be sad? Ever. There's no point. You could be the smartest person in the world. And if you're sad, it's, it's, worth, it's pointless. There's no point to life. Unless you're making other people happy, I guess. If you're, a, if you're the smartest scientist in the world... Solving and curing diseases and stuff like that, I guess. <laughs> That's one of the rare cases where being smart and sad is probably the way to go. Because you're making a d- huge difference in life. Like in the life of everybody. You're, hel- you're helping other people be happy. But I'm telling you, if Joe, you've met a couple of my friends.
1: Not enough of my friends to really get a thing. I, have, I, don't, I think I've only met one in real life. Which one was that? I don't remember. The one that has a cabin nearby. Oh, Nate. He came by, and you guys went to lunch. Yeah, Nate's pretty smart. That's the rare exception in my friend group. Um, everybody then, else in my friend group is very dumb. I talked to, and then I was happened to be in the car when one of your other friends called you on the phone. Did they sound stupid? I, they, I'm, when did
0: I talk to a friend on the phone?
1: They called you for something. Well, probably advice. Yeah. <laughs> That's where everybody I comes. I don't remember the conversation. We were just in a Walmart parking lot
0: paved paradise mm-hmm. in the walmart parking, parking lot um yeah no yes. doubt about it it's, it's so you you said dumb and happy is there any doubts or my would you even think about it
1: no. no how how to not just think how wonderful it would be to live in a world where you don't like think about anything beyond what's going on with you today not that i'm some great philosopher
0: you you, not, you are to me, Joe. I'm not. Pine I, City native
1: Joe Keyport. I'm not going to pretend like Plato. I'm any sort of real thought person. But Did you take any philosophy classes? I almost failed one, and then I took intro to philosophy for my graduation. So you, are you, were you good in I that I was one? not. Oh. It's just I don't have the brain to think that way. That's fine.
0: Dumb and happy. Way to go, Joe. Yeah. Keep it up. It's time for... Are you a serial killer? I go out walking after midnight. Game, Nick Gilman, do you have any collection hobbies? Uh, I want to. You know what you need for those? Yes, I know. Do you, though? Yes, I do. It's something I don't have. Do you expect me to say it at some point? Yep. Money. You need money... For those collections, game day going. You need money for hobbies. It's a sad fact and reality of life. A lot of hobbies cost money. It's just part of what life is, it's a part of the capitalistic society we live in. I like it and I enjoy that it takes money for hobbies because it kind of gets rid of the people that are probably pretty talented. And um, so you got to keep them out of there. Like hockey. Hockey, I mean, that's a sport, but you can call it a hobby as well. Um, and it's an expensive sport, which is why, like, there's probably a lot of people that would, really be, would have been really good at hockey, but just couldn't afford it, because ice time is expensive. It's not cheap to keep ice year-round in an arena, now. Mm-hmm. or three-fourths of the time. It's not always ice, but mo- most of the time it is. Um, I have my collection of, uh, softball bats, which is weird. It's a weird collection. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I got a lot of friends. Get off my back. Um, but... You know, I've spent a decent amount of money on it. Not a lot. Um, definitely not a lot. If my wife is listening, um, spent none. You know, I got them all for free, gifts from friends. Um, but I have a collection. I would say somewhere. Let's just put a range in. One to five thousand dollars is my hobby cost. One to five thousand dollars, give or take. Put it in that air area, that range. It's a cheaper hobby than my um my car fixing one was. Mm-hmm. Which I did enjoy that hobby as well, but I like to I like to switch it up. I was listening to somebody talk about um mortality and just like how death and like living your life to the fullest was. Um and I wasn't intentionally listening to it, uh it just popped up somewhere. I don't remember. I was probably listening to the radio. And it was talking about finding hobbies you enjoy and Doing them to the fullest because you cannot do everything in your lifetime. Life's not long enough. You don't live long enough to try every single hobby that you like. There's, I've got millions of hobbies I'd love to try. And when I pick up a hobby, I just, I try to beat it to death, and then I, I switch hobbies. Like yes, like pickleball. Pickleball is one of those hobbies that I'm picking up right now that I'm going to beat it to death for the next year or so, and then I've been
1: beating you to death though lately.
0: A little bit. I felt a little offended when I saw the guys playing yesterday and they hadn't sent me a text to play. So clearly I'm, I'm holding them down so they pick somebody else to play with. No, I was just a fill-in guy. And I have volleyball on Mondays or whatever. So I wasn't super offended. A little offended. Um, and now it's just a hobby I just picked up and I just beat to the ground. Now, a lot of my hobbies don't take up a lot of space. 38% of people in a new poll admitted to picking up a space hogging hobby and like my bat you know you know the bats take up a decent amount of space but not a ton but luckily i get to i keep them here at work Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying don't break in and steal my bats please um but i keep them here at work and if i wasn't able to do that i actually probably wouldn't have that hobby because i wouldn't have the space at home right and i don't want my wife to see how much money i'm spending on them so i have them all shipped here and i I keep them here, keep him you know keep it off the grid. Now what would you want to collect game day Gilman? Would you be cards, Sign- like autographs? I don't know what you I don't know what you're into. Uh if I've you got had a
1: small collection of football jerseys going. Okay. Um I'd like to do helmets that'd be pretty cool.
0: Yeah, like full size ones?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that would be pretty or cool. Or mini helmets that are signed, that'd be cool
0: too. But that would take up a lot of space. Yeah, it would for the helmets and stuff like that. And you don't. I'm not have, saying it wouldn't. You don't have a house yet. I'm not saying you're not saying,
1: but that you're not. Saying. I think it'd be that. That's what I'd collect, or like uh, some a motocross, or supercross memorabilia. That'd be cool too. I think the biggest thing that you could collect right
0: now that'd be pretty cool is money. Like if you could start collecting money right now, and then like first thing you do is you collect like. Two hundred dollars, and then you give that two hundred dollars to me, pay me back. Uh, that'd be a great, that'd be a great start to your collection. Would be money, and then pay back your friends. You know what I'm saying? Granted, I wouldn't be able to ever say it again on the radio, so that'd be kind of boring if you pay me back. But still, like you know, you can start collecting money.
1: Want that two hundred now? How
0: about collecting hours of work as well? How about you just get another job and start collecting hours? I will. That'd be super fun. It was such a fun hobby to have. Some of the examples people included in their collections are outdoor gear, camping equipment, woodworking materials, Hold gardening, on.
1: outdoor gear. That.
0: Yeah, but they keep it indoors. You know, like if you if you have a bunch of backpacking stuff, you don't keep it outside. You keep it inside know, until you like, need it. I
1: know. Outdoor outdoor gear could be so wide range. That could be considered camping gear. That's basically what it is. Yeah. It
0: says outdoor gear, including camping equipment. Oh, okay. Um, gardening supplies, huge puzzles, get some friends.